nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Nerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to High Flyer Radio, the best wrestling podcast on the planet, the internet, the airwaves, the YouTubes. It doesn't freaking matter because we're the best. As always, it is your High Flyer Radio champion, Raul, the nerd you got here, the host, lots of my wonderful co-host, another host, Aiden. It's me, man. APK. I see. I gotta start doing that, like a like DDP. It's me. It's me. APK. Yeah. I just sorry, sorry, DDP. I just stole the gimmick. Uh, no yoga though. But what's going on, guys? Man, what a what a week, man. In professional wrestling, it's been, bro. For December, man, I was not expecting us to get a week like this week, bro. But there was a a lot of developments happened, bro. We got a stack show man it's, it's it's a good time man saturday where you talk some wrestling bro yeah it feels actually like a fucking like a month or two of wrestling news compiled into just one week because, yeah bro wow oh my god it's going it's it's crazy y'all like just the amount of stuff that just came out this week yeah wow absolutely um, absolutely insane bro but bro speaking of uh speaking of absolutely insane man i got i got a topic that i want to bring up right off the bat so today december 17th 2022 the hierarchy on hbo max changed forever brother i turned on <laughs> I turned this is on, a real shot by the way this is a real, this shot, is a real shot i turned on today for Four minutes and 13 seconds before turning off the uh, WWE's The Rock uh, Black Adam film, bro. I speak as as far as this being the wrestling show, I had to bring it up somehow. You know, it's got The Rock in it, so it's related. But, buddy, this movie is absolutely atrocious. I mean, look at this thing one more time, bro. This is a real shot that's in this movie, bro. I, I just I want to bring it up because I want to make the announcement slash question to Raul right here right now. High Flyer Radio patron watch along, bro. Can we do Black Adam? This movie is too entertaining in the first like uh the first couple seconds of it that I've seen for it not for us not to do a watch along to this. I'm proposing to the champ right here right now. Can we make this happen for the patrons? As long as you get Brad in there, I'm cool with it. There you go, guys. Kicking off the show on a positive question mark note. We will it will be the Black Adam High Flyer Radio Patreon watch along, man. So kicking off the show, go ahead, patreon.com forward slash the nerd corpse. We'll be talking about that and a lot more, man. But but uh but also before we before we really get into all the news, man, we got one more thing. Shout out to our sponsor for today's episode, man. Ambrosia Collective. Go ahead, get yourself 5% off any of your supplements, your protein powder, your pre-workout, your fish oils, 
your 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 kinetic greens, bro. Anything that you need, man, to make sure that you're living a happy, satisfied, healthy life, bro. Go to ambrosiacollective.com. Use the code the NerdCorps, T-H-E-N-E-R-D-C-O-R-P-S. Get yourself 5% off your supplements, bro. Let's go ahead and do that, man. Boom, man. We hot, man. We we starting off hot, man. That's actually getting yeah. some shit now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that, that just I've seen that movie already. Um, I will only watch it if it is for content and because you know, if if we do it if we do it here, that means I don't ever have to do it again. There's no other way I'm gonna get pulled into watching this terrible movie. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I know that Kylie will probably be in there and be like, guys, it's good, y'all. Like Dr. Fate's so good in this. Doesn't freaking it doesn't matter if Dr. Fate is in the movie. This movie it sucks. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if Dr. Fate is in the movie. I can't wait for the because I I've only seen the first four minutes, but like I want that uh that like meme sound effect where it's just like a heavy ass like like bass drop, like where it's like boom, every time boom every time that he does the eyebrow. I want him as soon as he says Shazam for the first time, it's just boom. I need it. I need it, bro. Yeah. You know what else I need, bro? Honor Club, what? man. Honor Club is back, man. Starting off with our first topic today, bro. A little bit of old news. Uh, Honor Club. It was announced last Saturday, right after the ROH final battle paper, final battle pay per view, which we also have the buy rates for now, coming in at twenty five thousand plus buy rates, uh, which was down from Death Before Dishonor in July that had thirty th- that had thirty seven thousand buy rates. Um, but it was higher than Supercard of Honor in April, which did 23,000. So right in the middle, you know, it was a busy day. There was a UFC pay-per-view. There was also an NXT, PLE, whatever. Um, so, it was, you know, it was a little busy, but we were expecting some Ring of Honor TV news. We didn't get that, but we did get the Honor Club announcement, man. So what do you think about this this Ring of Honor, uh, Honor Club, man? And did you get a chance to check out Final Battle and see that Briscoe's match or anything? I didn't get to watch uh, Final Battle. I watched clips, though, uh, on, uh, on what's called the YouTube. Uh, I do want to get to watch the Briscoes match because I haven't seen any of the three matches, so I do want to get to watching those. Um, but I look, man, what's it called? That's that's just the Honor Club is the way to go for it. I, I think they just couldn't get a TV deal, so they're like, fuck it, we're going to put it up on our own streaming service here. And yeah. uh, the only thing that to me sucks is like, damn, bro, they can't. They didn't put the freaking pay-per-views. But um, I, I found out. Uh, Bleacher, Bleacher, uh, BR Live is actually owned by Warner Brothers, so it's a contractual oh, really? thing. That's a contractual thing. Yep, that's oh, a contractual that thing. Yeah, so it's like now, now I understand why they refuse to get left off this thing. This is that's one that's WB's like little thing that they own. So yeah, that yeah, makes they're sense. gonna be doing that for a hot minute. Then yeah, but it um, makes sense. Yeah, uh, I want to get on. Uh, I definitely want to get on uh, on Honor Club. There's like some stuff that I do want to go back and watch. There was a, it was a match. There was an AJ Styles and Adam Cole match that I think happened at Death Before Dishonor back in like 2014 or mm-hmm. 2013, and I never got to watch that match. I just watched clips, and it fucking looked amazing, and I wanted to watch it. So now it's like cool. Uh, I'm glad that they have their home, but you know, what's it called? Uh, 9.99. Not terrible. Not terrible. It's a little disappointing, though, to be honest. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. $9.99 is not terrible, but when you think about it in terms of, like, how many people are actually going to be paying to be able to keep up with the Ring of Honor weekly television, man, I think yeah. $9.99 a month is a little steep, bro, if we're not getting 
because you, like you're not even like you said you're not even getting the new pay-per-views until 90 days after, after. they've already released yeah. so by that point it's kind of like everything's already been spoiled you know what i mean like uh i don't know i just think it's a little interesting I, we still don't really know too much about the details about the weekly ring yeah. of honor um tony khan really hinted that there's going to be like a new japan relationship going on there with the show which to me if you're doing honor club and you add in like i don't know if this would be possible bro but like if you add in new japan strong you know like to me yeah, ooh, that yeah. that that is more of like an incentive to be like okay maybe i do want to get ring of honor uh, honor club because he's really hinting that that ring of honor new japan relationship of old is really going to be coming back and be really prominent next year um yeah as compared to seeing ring of honor on tv so much which you know whenever we get to winter's coming we really didn't see any ring of honor on tv uh on rampage or dynamite which was which is a thumbs up for me man because you know i'm pretty sure I, we we speak for majority of the wrestling community bro whenever we say we were getting a little tired of the ring of honor integration on the roster i mean there's just too many belts man makes everything feel yeah. like way less important just it, it just was not a good look you know yeah, it just felt like bloated. It felt like the the whole yeah. shit was kind of bloated, and it's like, you know, let's let's try to like get this on its own program thing, so that way we can just like make sure that everybody else is getting the time that they need. Um, but uh, congratulations to Athena. Um, oh for, man, what a, that was oh, yeah. great, bro! That was so awesome, man. Yeah, there was there was um, nothing that that she was gonna do to get us to boo her, even though she was supposed to be the heel in that match. But Mercedes yeah. ended up really playing up like the heel side in in the match, which you know you know shout out to Mercedes for doing what she did. But <laughs> being in that crowd, man, Dallas was not having it, bro. We were like, Athena is leaving ROH champ tonight. Tonight, yeah. I was I was also wondering, like when you were saying about like the NJ uh, NGPW strong and stuff like that. I was also like, you know. What um maybe in the future if this relationship does strike pretty well, like you could get like a dual like kind of like platform here where you get access to NJPW World and Honor Club and that would be really, really cool. Um but like I I think to me it's like you know, if you're part of Honor Club, like shit man, you should have like a fucking code for BR Live for the fucking to get like twenty percent off or something off that what's called the pay-per-views for Ring of Honor. Cause like, yeah, I mean it's just it's it's it sucks. It's nine, 90 days after, bro. Like, that's wild. Like, 90 yeah. days, like, we could already be in a whole ass different story in 90 days. Yeah. And I think part of that 90 days, and this is just me speculating, but we don't have any, like, future Ring of Honor pay-per-view plans. But given yeah. the fact that there was only, like, three or four, like, Ring of Honor pay-per-views last year, I think that 90 days is, is what we're going to expect to see as far as, like, the pay-per-view turnover cycle for Ring of Honor. So I don't, yeah. I don't that might, that's just me speculating. I think I think that's what they're gonna go with because I don't think they're gonna run Super Card of Honor the way that they normally would against like WrestleMania next year. But I do think that there will be like a middle of April like Ring of Honor show or maybe we have uh, like Daniel Garcia versus Jericho eventually or something. You know, I I don't know. I have no idea what the plans are for Ring of Honor. Yeah. We're gonna have to wait till after Wrestle Kingdom to find out. Um, you know. To, to see to see uh see when it's coming back man we don't know but yep. but some other things man that we don't know about whether or not if they're coming back bro please no please god no please god no oh no. man in a report from the wall street journal and i'm gonna be reading this verbatim from the the wrestling observer edit because i don't want to 
I don't want to mix up anything about this story, but the reports of Vince McMahon is looking to get back into power at WWE, according to sources over at the Wall Street Journal. It's become a major subject among WWE talent and employees. The story noted that on uh, November 3rd, a lawyer from former 80s referee Rita, Chatter Rita Chatterton uh, had sent a demand for $11.75 million to Vince McMahon's attorney. Uh, stemming that uh, stemming that the claim comes from uh, you know a sexual assault incident uh, that which took place in Vince McMahon's limo. Um, they uh, they've reported that the they've basically just the the thing about this is Vince McMahon wants to go back to WWE. He thinks that he's been given bad advice to step down, but at the same time, dude is still getting just absolutely litigated up and down with all types of sexual assault misconduct uh, lawsuits, which don't even stem from the ones that we initially reported on earlier in the Ooh, year. Yeah. You know, and, and, and this is, I was listening to Grab City this morning, and according to Will Washington, he spoke with people at WWE that, and this is what they think, so this isn't confirmed or anything, but he spoke with some people at WWE that think that Triple H is the guy who's leaking the stories to Wall Street Journal about Vince with the sexual assault <laughs> uh, allegations because essentially Trips is like, bro, you're not coming back. Like, like you, you, you fucked me over on NXT last year. You fired my homeboy Regal, who's coming back in a vice president role now. By the way, um, you fired all the guys that I spent years developing, um, and and ever since Triple H has come back the story of this run has been essentially undoing everything that Vince McMahon did. So I, man, I'm going to send it to you, bro. What do you think about this Vince McMahon returning story? Do you think he will or, or what, what are your thoughts? No, God, no, God, please. No, 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 no. No, please don't do it. Yeah. Please don't. I, I love being able to watch the product and enjoy it. I love being able to come on these favorite rooms being like, you know what, guys? Today was pretty good, y'all. It was a pretty good favorite. It, it, it was pretty fun. It's pretty good. You know, I like competent storylines. I like, uh, you know, not everything's perfect, but it's a big improvement from where we were last year and it would probably be the dumbest PR move in media history to bring back Vince McMahon. You will absolutely stain your company with so much shit. If you bring this man back, he's not, he's not coming back, bro. He's not coming back. Nah, I I don't think so. I have I I I I I have faith in 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 the humanity that is the WWE, and I have faith in the board of directors and stuff like that. They are not bringing back Vegas McMahon. I mean, God willing, bro. I just I just think that all around this would be a monstrously bad. This this would be a bad decision for wwe and i'm not even talking as far as just creative i'm talking mm -hmm. on a business sense 
the stock after Vince McMahon left WWE went up. <laughs> and this isn't yep. even mentioning that 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 pretty underwhelming uh, Vince McMahon documentary that Vice did earlier this week, uh, but which was pretty much just all recycled information that we already knew. Yeah. Um, but with that story coming out to casual fans now seeing like this side of Vince McMahon plus all all the current sexual assault stuff going on, this just is a, unanimously a a thumbs down decision. Vince McMahon should not return to WWE. I and the idea that uh, WWE would potentially be doing inducting him into the the Hall of Fame this year, this upcoming year at WrestleMania weekend, I think would also be a monstrously bad idea to bring him in potentially the same weekend that you're bringing in Rock to have a have a match with Roman. And I, I just I, I just think it's all a thumbs down for me, bro. I, I don't Vince McMahon it, it no, no thank you. We don't want to see you return, man. We're good, bro. Yeah. Can we can we please get a like a Photoshop of what's it called? Triple H when he's when he's uh, when Batista has Randy Orton on top of him with the <laughs> with the what's it called when he has the world title and Triple H yep. is like <laughs> yeah, that's what we need, put, man. Put Vince on Randy's head. Put John Laurinaitis on on, on Batista's or something. And <laughs> yeah, bro. Vince McMahon return is a thumbs down for me, man. But no. you know what? Return is a thumbs up for me, man. We had Jonathan Gresham showed up at Impact. Jonathan Gresham is now Impact after his falling out with Ring of Honor and Tony Khan. You know, quick quick thoughts on this, Raul. Thumbs up, thumbs down. You know, don't care. I don't care. It's a impact. I fucking I didn't even know fucking Jonathan Gresham came back. Um, but you know, <laughs> after know you so curse I pulled out, up the graphic. <laughs> after you after you curse out, what's it called? Uh, Tony Khan, you got to go to Dixie Carter. Yeah, hey, but she hey, doesn't even hey, run that shit anymore. Yeah, she doesn't even run that shit anymore. Hey, Dixie, do you think you can call Lance Storm? Tell him I'm trying to get a gig at Impact. Uh, uh, anyways, but someone else will return or made a debut. Actually, we've got uh the former Kylie Ray. Brianna yeah. Ray making her debut at WWE and WWE main event against Dana Brooke. I haven't seen the match, so I, I don't know if it was good. I don't know who won, but you notes. Know, I've I've been a big fan of Kylie Ray for a long time, bro. Like, you know, an OG AEW women's wrestler. I, I had for I mean, honestly, I thought she was gonna be one of the first women's champs over at AEW. So I was a little bummed to see her go. But you know, I just want to see I just want to see Kylie Ray, man. I think she I think she fits WWE. Yeah, I, I what's called? I saw the video of her entrance, and I saw some like clips of her uh, of like her match. Uh, she fits WWE, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I I, I think the biggest uh, what's it called surprise to me from here is that uh, main event is still a thing. <laughs> yep, true, and uh, and and you know another our final return. Well, not really our final return, but and this as far as this part of the show is concerned, man, we had a. John Cena, bro, popped up on SmackDown last yeah. night. You know, he's, you know, he made a big point about how he hasn't had a match in 2022. And if he misses this year, it would be the, his first year since wrestling that he would have missed a match. So him and Kevin Owens are going to be teaming up against the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns, and Sami Zayn yeah. in two weeks on SmackDown in a tag match. Bro, what do you think about what? Okay, so what do you think about this Bloodline story, man? How it's developing, bro? I'm telling you, man. 
Sami Zayn, bro, I think he's going to be the guy to beat Roman. You really think so? I think like, Sami Zayn is going to be the guy to beat Roman, bro. Yeah. First of all, let's go ahead and bring that back up. I'm going to bring that up. Yeah, let's go ahead. Yo, look how fresh that uh, Sammy be looking, though. What's it called? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, what's it called? Beard trimmed up. He's got the, what's it called, hair and a ponytail. He got a little bit of the edge up going on, bro. Yeah, like, that suit. Man, boy looks fresh, bro. Boy looks fresh. Yeah, uh, Sammy Zane, man. Honorary Oost right there, man. Salute. If Sammy is the one to do it, I don't have a problem with it at all. I don't. Uh, I'd be bummed because I really want Cody. I really want Cody. But, like, I don't mind. I mean, I don't mind, but uh, I'm excited, bro. I mean, what's it called? I, I love John. What's it called? You know, the the older I got, um, specifically, I remember when I was, like, a 20 to 23-year-old uh, wrestling fan, I was like, fuck John Cena. Like, John Cena's everything wrong with WWE. And it's like, you know, I, I understand there's, like, a lot of stuff that I don't like about John Cena. Like, you know, the shit that he did with the Nexus and, like, you know, that you're like, you know, he didn't put some people over that should have put him put over. But like, fuck, man, I, the wrestling fan that I am right now, man, like, honestly, bro, I fucking love seeing John Cena on screen. No, nope, uh, what's it called? He's one of the best on that microphone, too. Whenever he comes out to talk on that mic, he's fucking fantastic. And uh, I'm excited. I, I can't wait to see uh, see what he that match is like. Um, final Smackdown of the year, by the way. That's cool. That's going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I. uh you know, I, th- I thought the return last night was pretty cool. Uh, honestly, it was a little corny, the promo that he cut. But honestly, yeah. whenever you think about it, where it's like, we only get John Cena like once or twice a year now <clears> in <throat> WWE. And it's kind of that that special attraction vibe. So yeah. I really don't I really don't even mind it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's one of yeah. those things where it's like, oh, John Cena's back. All right, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I've seen a couple people maybe think that instead of them doing Kevin Owens versus Roman at uh, at the Royal Rumble, that they might go down this route of John Cena versus Roman at the Rumble, which to me would be, it would be cool because we're going to be there live and I'd like to see that. But at the oh, same yeah. time, part of me is kind <laughs> of also like, bro, didn't we just see John Cena versus Roman at SummerSlam last year? Because that's when Brock came out at the end of it and they set up yeah. the whole thing for them all the way till Mania this year. So I don't know, bro. I don't know if I want to see that. I honestly, I would prefer to see Kevin Owens versus Roman because I think that that storyline is hot right now. But, yeah. but I don't know, man. I just, I think the story here, bro, is Sammy's going to get pinned and, and Roman is not going to be happy about being in a losing match, you know, because I don't, I don't think Roman has lost any match. Like Roman yeah, hasn't yeah. watched, he hasn't lost any match in years, bro. Like whether that's like a mm-hmm. the six man tags or anything. So the f- the first loss that the bloodline, not barring the Usos, because the Usos lose all the time individually, <laughs> but not barring the Usos, uh, that the bloodline is taking being a tag team match between Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns, bro. I think would be a, a really good beat moving into the Royal Rumble and seeing how that yeah. plays out. Because I was thinking about it earlier this week, right? What do you think about this? It's the final four of the Royal Rumble. It's Jey Uso. It's Solo Sokoa. It's The Rock. And it's Sami Zayn. And in trying to, uh, all three of them teaming up to try to eliminate The Rock, Sami accidentally eliminates Jey. 
Solo eliminates Sammy. All the heat for because everyone, bro, everybody in that arena is gonna be ooh see ooh see. Everybody's gonna be going crazy for Sammy Zayn. The heat yeah. that Solo Sokoa would get for eliminating Sammy Zayn, and then you immediately transition that into the Rock, then taking out Solo because that's gonna turn into a big babyface reaction. Whether because that's the only way that Rock wins the Rumble that I feel as though it turns into a positive reaction. Because I think yeah. if Sami Zayn and and Rock are the final two in the Rumble, no one's going to want the Rock to win. Everybody's going to want Sami Zayn to win the Royal Rumble. So yeah. I think that I think that idea really works. Plus, I think so too. This idea of Cody was supposed to have won Money in the Bank uh, earlier this year. That was that mm-hmm. was the plan. Cody was supposed to win Money in the Bank with the reports of them doing money in the bank at wrestlemania this year i mean what is what are the odds that maybe cody goes on and wins money in the bank at mania and then maybe cashes in at mania right after the right after the match with rock yeah. you know that's that's a way that you could do it where maybe Sami Zayn doesn't beat roman but maybe cody comes in and right after rock has been beaten by roman then you give cody the rub of going in and capitalizing on on a on Roman. Yeah. I think the only I'm, way I'm, that really works is if Cody takes a, a major bump in that ladder match. Yeah. I'd be down, bro. Um, I'm down and um I don't yeah, I have a feeling that they're lo- they're losing uh in two weeks. Uh the raw in uh, what's it called? Yeah. The last I mean the last SmackDown, they're gonna lose. Uh yeah. and that the turn's gonna happen at fucking at the Royal after Royal Rumble. And yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. There's just so much. And it's like all of this just gets me even more hype for the Rumble because like bro, the Rumble is going to be legendary this year. I feel it I, in my bones, bro. I feel it in my bones. I know, bro. Like I'm just I'm, I I can't y'all. I like as much as y'all, I, I would like to be like y'all and be like, you know, no, bro, Rock should be here to put someone over. Well, yada, yada. I'm going to be so fucking hyped once you hear if you can smell, you know, I'm going to fucking be hyped, bro. Listen, guys, I'm saying this right here on this show right now because y'all might not believe what I tell you a little bit later. But when y'all hear that Black Adam chant <laughs> in the arena, y'all know who started it. I'm saying it right now. When y'all hear that Black Adam chant, y'all know who started it. I'm hey, like, we're going to be like this. Are you ready? One, two, three. Black Adam, Black Adam, Black Adam. <laughs> It's going to happen, bro. I'm telling you guys right now. But, but oh, man. you know what else is happening for me, bro? L.A. night, bro. Yeah. Oh, my yeah! God. Yeah. 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 Bro. <laughs> I love this man, bro. L.A. Yeah. night is carrying this Bray Wyatt storyline. So last night, L.A. night comes out. He's cutting a promo. Chicago crowd is giving him the what chance, but when he ends that promo after after he basically he basically said what we've all been saying about Bray, saying, bro, you're taking too long. I don't know what you're doing, man. I've been up front in your face every day, smacking you around, but you always got a cheap shot me. Yeah. You know, he ends he ends the promo with the big, yeah. And the crowd yeah. finally, <laughs> finally, bro, the crowd finally starts doing the yeah chance back at him, man. And it was it was amazing. <laughs> but you know yeah. what wasn't amazing? 
this fucking Uncle Howdy <laughs> feel, bro. I'm just speaking for me. I did not like how this segment ended up with they finally reveal Uncle Howdy. Now it's confirmed. We know that Uncle Howdy is not it's also real... Bray Wyatt. Yeah. It's a real it's a real person, but bro, when I tell you all this made me think of was the great Oz. <laughs> oh my god. That is all I was thinking. The cheat mask, him coming out, you know, doing his little and then the fact that the 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 Bray Wyatt laugh starts playing over the house microphone and the yeah. whoever whoever's in the suit doesn't start acting like he's laughing until the music's already played for a good two seconds. So then he's yeah. just <laughs> and the best part about it, the camera's left on Bray sitting in the ring like this, right? You can tell that Bray got a little lost in the segment. It's like, shit, what's the next cue? Because if you look at his face, he's like, the fuck? <laughs> like, it's like, bro, he's literally sitting there like, man, when fucking, when are we going to commercial? <laughs> and it was just, it's just, I don't know, bro. What do you think about yeah. this Bray Wyatt return, man, and the storyline and how it's shaping up, dog? Because I'm not feeling um, it. Last night was when I really got behind the, the feud with, with LA Knight, and I really liked what LA Knight did. Um, and I was a little, uh, what's it called, flabbergasted by uh, a cloudy. I was like, what the fuck is this? But, um, I think my hype will start to like really kick in if I find will find out who Uncle Howdy is actually is like if it's Bo or somebody. But um, yeah, yeah it felt Bo. like an odd like everything after LA Knight cut his promo felt like a really odd segment. Though I just I loved what's it called uh, his uh, his imitation of Bray like I'm sorry my brother, but it's not me. <laughs> it's not me, man. <laughs> he was doing the voice. Oh my god, it was so good, yeah. man. Yeah, please, y'all. I know we can't show it here because what's it called? Copyright claim reasons. But like, please, Lel, it's up on on WWE's YouTube channel. Please watch it because it's just fantastic. And yeah, he went full into like Ric Flair mode at the end. Yeah, wow. yeah, <laughs> bro. I I'm a little hesitant to say this, bro, but I fully believe this. I think L.A. Knight has what it takes to be the next fucking like. That next Stone Cold, bro. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Something about He's his charisma last yeah. night was just everything was perfect last night, dude. Like yeah. the way he comes out there, the way he kind of he, the way that he, and I've seen a couple other people like say this too, but the way that he doesn't bury the spookiness of Bray Wyatt, no. you know, like it's still like he doesn't completely bury it, like it's like it's absolute garbage, but he works off of it so well to where it's like, I don't know, there's something about LA Knight that's very like anti hero ish, where it's like, man, I'm not yeah. even like, like I see where this guy's coming from. Yeah, fuck Bray Wyatt. This dude's kind of being an asshole to him. Like he just he is just coming out here not doing anything, and LA Knight's a little tired of it. And you know, I'll never get over this. That's a two for one special. Special. <laughs> I'll never get over it, man. Just bro, strap a rocket to LA Knight after next year, man. I want to see LA Knight become a become like US champ or something. Like I think LA Knight would be great on Raw. I yeah, I don't know. Some, something about LA Knight and Raw makes sense to me, bro. But yeah, put put one of the put best the rocket decisions, on LA bro. Knight. One of the best decisions from from Triple H was just getting rid of that stupid uh, Max uh, Max Dupree thing. What he was doing? Oh, thank God! Like oh, God, my God. thank God! I was like, yes, I was like. 
like Trips knows that he that this 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 shit is just gold, and Ellie Knight is probably one of the best uh, let's call attractions you could just strap that rocket to. And if you work with him, and you just great get some great storylines out of him. And um, last night was apparent because I just I loved that that segment, and even though it was a little ridiculous uh, towards the end, uh, it showed that they are one hundred percent behind Ellie Knight, like really being himself with this uh, with this feud. Yep, and. And two other people that they're really behind right now over at WWE, man. Gunther and Ricochet, man. What an incredible match that these two had last night. I had to just highlight it, bro, because what Gunther is doing with the with the Intercontinental title right now is going to go down in history as one of the greatest yep. IC title runs. Uh, they've completely revitalized that character, and he feels perfect for the main roster. Like, Gunther is just so different from everything else that we see on the roster where, like, his just really traditional wrestling style works, man. Um, it really yeah. felt like Ricochet really had a, a good return to form last night after winning the SmackDown World Cup and, you know, using this as a as his title shot for Gunther. For a second, I thought I thought they might let Ricochet get the win last night, but, uh, but I'm kind of glad that they didn't. I wasn't feeling the brawn stuff at the end of it. Like, I really don't care. But, you know, I, I just think it's another pit stop in, in Gunther's long reign. Um, yeah. What do you think about this Ricochet and Gunther match, man? I didn't get to watch the match, but I did see the clip afterwards of, like, what's it called, Ricochet getting a standing ovation and people yeah. are like cheering for him. And it's like, I'm glad, bro, because what's it called? They they really have, like, taken him out of, the, like, the, the bottom of the barrel here. And, like, they really, like, brought back Ricochet to, like, that great mid-card shit that he – He's he's great at it. Yeah, I'm just I'm glad that they did that, man. And and Guther just tearing it up. He's on a great uh, on a great run. He's gonna go down as possibly the best uh, modern IC champion of all time, yeah. man. It's and I'm I'm just I'm hyped, man. I'm glad that they see the potential in this man, and I'm glad that that Triple H was like, nope, we're we're gonna keep going with this, and this is the guy. Like like this is probably one of the good things that Vince did was putting that title on on Guther and letting him keep going with it. But yeah. um. Yeah, Bron. Yeah, no, I'm good. Man, this made me this made me want to see Ricochet get another reign as IC champ. I think Ricochet could have great matches as the IC champ. Um, I mean, run back some of those same matches that we saw in the SmackDown World Cup. But I don't want them yeah. to take this belt off of Gunther until like WrestleMania. And you yeah. know, there's rumors that they're gonna do Brock and and Gunther at Mania, which I think would be just incredible. Um, yeah, but I, I don't I don't think Brock. What do you think? Would Brock lose that? No. I don't think so. But this, but this, okay, but hear me out. Brock wins the icy title at Mania from Gunther, but with the reports that King and Queen of the Ring is coming back as its own show, I've been saying this. I've said it before. You weren't here on this episode, but I said it before. Give me Gunther wrecking shop in the King of the Ring tournament as a comeback yeah. as as that pay-per-view's comeback and give me King Gunther like coming out every week with like the massive coat and he's got yeah. like the crown and he's got Imperium behind him bro I want to see that bro yeah and and then I don't know maybe 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 Sami Zayn is the is the WWE champion at that point give me give me Gunther versus Sami Zayn bro that would be an incredible match man and honestly yeah. bro Maybe put it on Gunther, bro. Because I think yeah. Gunther absolutely deserves a WWE world title run one day. Oh, 100%. Mm -hmm. um, 
I don't know if you got it up right now, but uh, I, I also have to just bring up like um, Michael Cole is ruthless on the mic these days in that commentator. Um, did you see what, what, what happened with Top Dollar, bro? Like, yeah, I knew exactly where you were going. To if, like Michael, like, God damn, bro. Like right, right when he misses that shit, he goes, well, now that's why he doesn't do that usually. Like, that's like, <laughs> Fucking Michael, bro. Like, please, please. <sighs> There's only That's so much ruthless. you can do as a commentator to like try to cover up shit like that. But it just and and I, you know, the reports that Triple H is potentially not that thrilled with some of these recent oh, re-signings yeah. that are going on in WWE. When you watch when you watch what the past couple months of Hit Row has been, man, it's pretty easy to understand. It it has it it has never reached what it was when they came back because they came back and everyone's oh yeah hit row like let's go man like let's let's start that back up again yeah we're starting to see why maybe why maybe they weren't around that much to yeah. begin with man hit row Wait. without swerve is not it doesn't top dollar have you blocked <laughs> yeah he did have me blocked <laughs> I don't remember what I said to top dollar but it was something <laughs> about like. Something about like a this you tweet where he was yeah. I don't know he was talking shit about how like the young bucks can't work, buddy. Did you watch SmackDown last night? <laughs> I uh, don't. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, good luck. Good uh, luck, Top Bella. Yeah, I I have been pretty underwhelmed by bro. I've been underwhelmed by Braun. Uh, but then again, like when Braun left, I was just like, yeah, I'm good, bro. I'm, I don't think I need to see Braun like again in the WWE. Um, Gargano, I'm still kind of giving them a shot because what's it called? They still haven't like gone full like underdog with the guy and like let him actually shine. But like they need to just get him out of that stupid myth storyline. Like, please just do it. Um, well, since, Dexter, since we're on this topic, I'm gonna pull up the list. I'm gonna pull up the list of all the yeah. all the return guys while you're while you're going. Yeah, Dexter is Dexter's Dexter. I'm like, it's you know, he's just there to do his thing, and it's like, what am I? What am I gonna do here? Like, I don't really give a shit. Like. Where the fuck is Candice LeRae been? That's what I want to know. Where Candice LeRae doing? She, she's on TV, but it's just like dead, dead reactions, yeah. man. It she feels nervous yeah. to me. It, it feels like some of these NXT people don't carry over as well into the main roster because yeah. of the pure scale of main roster. You know, whenever you're on NXT and you're in these smaller crowds, like it's easier to get out there and and get your work in, but. When you're in yeah. front of these massive crowds, bro, like the nerves hit a little different, you know. You're on yeah. live TV. There's millions of people watching you right now. You know, it, it yeah. hits a little different. Bray, I think Bray is the case of like Triple H was like, yeah, we're gonna bring him back, but Bray's in control of what Bray wants to do, and mm -hmm. I think that's why it's like, okay, we're taking a little more time, and yeah, it fucking sucks because like, you know, damn, like some of us are waiting to see Bray up in that in that ring already, bro. We're trying to see this storyline progress more, but. That's more of a braid thing. I don't think that's a like a triple H rehire. Cross, well, there's no other things to say about that. Uh, <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. It's just you know, not good. We've been reiterating it's, it now. Fine. Like, pretty underwhelmed with Cross. Um, but, like, other than that, like, I've been pretty good with the rehires. Like, the other ones that I, like, enjoy, like, fucking, what's it called? Uh, sure, the other ones. Uh, we got damage control, which damage the, control, the booking yeah. the booking of damage control for me has been a big misstep. Like I just, I thought damage control should have had all the titles the moment that they challenged for all of them, 
I think yeah. that they just I didn't I think damage control lost like their second match on TV and it was like guys like we can't you can't you can't tell me that these people are powerhouses and then they they go out and lose this tag tournament that clearly was supposed to be set up and teed for them to win. I you know I wasn't a fan of that. I don't like how they introduced Candice LeRae to the roster and just made her look like a loser. Uh, I really, you know, Hit Row has not been good. You know, the matches are not are not there. The when they came out and did that live rap on SmackDown, that killed it. That shit was awful, bro. Oh my god, this Dexter Loomis storyline has been going on since since the August eighth episode of Raw. This has been going on since August eighth, and we're still doing this Miz Dexter Loomis stuff. It's awful. It's making me boo Johnny Gargano because Johnny Gargano is yeah. is a snitch loser on Raw. Why didn't they put Gargano versus Theory? Like, why isn't that not the fucking feud right now with Gargano and Theory? I don't know, bro. I they should have done Gargano. I mean, I remember whenever we were going into uh, Extreme Rules, I was like, okay, we're gonna get gargano and owens and theory and like a triple threat or like a triple threat ladder match for the money in the bank you know i thought that would have been a really cool story but nope they didn't do that braun Strowman, he came in buried the tag division and then they took him off tv two weeks later for for shitting on the flippy flop wrestlers uh per his words um you know i talked about damage control you know i think the oc has been fine you know i i I like the way that they use mia yim i think it's been the Mm -hmm. meechin stuff is weird but you know her her as a wrestler i think it's been good uh you know the good brothers you know i think they've been good uh i like i like mm-hmm. everything that they're doing with the oc to be honest with everyone Same. um carrying cross and scarlet i think scarlet's a thumbs up <laughs> yeah that's what i'll say out of that uh scarlet has been reportedly been what's it called doing matches off air like they barely yeah, they yeah. had her do like so they're kind of testing the water to see if scarlet can come into the ring don't know if I'm exactly interested in that, but I'm willing to give it a chance. Buddy, have you looked at the SmackDown women's roster? I'm willing to give anything a chance. <laughs> if I got to watch another fucking six-pack challenge, whatever the fuck, gauntlet for for this month's contender at Ronda Rousey. Is, oh, God, yeah. Ronda Rousey is on the worst run of her career right now, guys. Yeah. I cannot do it. I, I They killed Liv Morgan. Um, Shotzi's not good. They need to send her back to NXT. Uh, Raquel's got some work to do. I her character's not for me, but her in ring is good. Um, Zia Lee, her I think her in ring is good, but she her character sucks. It's just they need they they need to. There's changes that still need to be done on this roster. Is essentially what I'm getting at here. Mm-hmm. Um, but. But you know that's that's a you know that's SmackDown. But you know, speaking of changes on the roster, man, we got a we got a brand new NXT Women's World Champion, bro. We've got Roxanne Perez, who you know we've been screaming the praises of Roxy on this show for over a year now, man. Roxy, the prodigy, she is everything. She is the now. Roxy is a future WrestleMania main eventer. I don't see oh, yeah. anything. Unless they absolutely fuck this up, I don't see anything but good things in the future of Roxanne Perez. She's just she's an incredible talent, but she's 21 years old. She's 21 years old. She's better than everyone everyone on NXT. She she's just great, man. But you know, she you know what did what do you think about 
we'll, we'll talk about the Roxanne Perez thing isolated from the Mandy thing real quick. Mm-hmm. But thoughts on Congrats, Roxanne? Dude. Congrats to Roxanne. I just <clears throat> wish this would have happened at New Year's Evil or like like this like it would have been bigger, a bigger deal. But um, granted, how things are going, how things went down, uh, I'm glad they decided to do it. And yeah, she's she's a fantastic wrestler. Um, I really loved how. Booker, when she won uh, on deadline, he, Booker was really emotional and like he probably knew like, oh yeah, no, they're gonna they're gonna do it. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna pull the trigger on Roxanne. And I was just really happy for her. And yeah, man, twenty one years old NXT Women's Champion, bro. Like, you're, the yeah, the, the rocket is there now. You're now you're the one who's in control to see how far up you can go. Yeah, absolutely, but. You know, unfortunately, getting a little overshadowed right now by this news yeah. that you know we're getting ready to talk about with, you know, what happened with Mandy Rose this week at WWE. You know, WWE has released Mandy Rose following her match with Roxanne Perez, where she dropped the title to her. Um, per the Observer, this is what Dave Meltzer says. Says what happened was, I guess there was a meeting, and Matt Bloom brought to Shawn Michaels, told him what some of the stuff that she's been putting on her subscription service. She does not have an OnlyFans, but it is a paid subscription service. Bloom told Sean that there were that there Bloom told Sean what was on there, and Sean's immediate response was, We have to get the title off of her immediately. They switched around the show that night for Roxanne Perez to to have the match instead of having it at uh, New Year's Evil, which is taking place two weeks into the new year. So how can it be a New Year's Evil? I don't anyways. Uh, yeah. right after <laughs> right after they got the title off of her then they fired her uh she's had she's had the subscription service and it got popular and lucrative she went further and further and the feeling was that she way crossed the line they believe that they had absolutely no choice but to get rid of her again everyone's situation is different but they promised sponsors a cleaner product and as far as as far as the sponsors were concerned that was not something that that could fly and based on all the other reports, essentially what it seems is this. WWE was absolutely aware that Mandy Rose had this had this subscription service for months. And then they were mm-hmm. okay with it. But, hey, I've done a little research. Well, There's a lot of we were, booty We were holes. online. Yeah, yeah, we were online, remember? I told you, hey, why is Mandy Rose trending? Yep. Uh, yep. I clicked that shit and I was like, oh, shit. Woo. I was like, oh, shit. I mean, when Woo. you got the hoo-ha... When you got the hoo-ha almost peeking out, and the kid lips are like, you know, let me take a peek. You know, your 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 shit just ain't some. Hi, it's me in a bikini. No, no, it's it's yeah, it's it, a pretty risque shit. Yeah, I I understand people having this sense of like, oh, they need to bring back Mandy Rose immediately. But like, listen, from all reports and everything that I've gathered from Fightful, from PWI, from Observer. Mandy knew that she was like doing something that she knew she was not supposed to. It got leaked yeah. and she faced the consequences, man, when it's in your contract. And it was and listen, I get people are like, well, it's a double standard because what they did in the 90s, brother, you can't compare some shit that happened 30 years ago to what's happening now. When it, when the this is just my opinion, when you have your rules set as they are now, you promise a PG-13 product. PG-13 yeah. is not booty hole popping out. Uh, and, and 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 pussy lips hanging out through your bikini and, and, and titties and showering with your boyfriend like it's i understand bro like she crossed the line wwe felt like they had to do what they had to do i don't think though 
that the doors close for Mandy. I think that should the money slow down from the service, and if Mandy wants to go back to a place of being like, yeah, I won't post stuff like that anymore, I think WWE would be more than happy to hire her back. You know, I think I think she's done some great work, to be honest, over the past year of her career. You know, the, the title reign was a little long in the tooth, man. But I but when you compare this Mandy as she is now compared to the Mandy that she was three years ago, whenever she was, you know, with the, the Vaseline smear on the camera and the gold lighting and Corey Graves going absolutely bananas on commentary, like, you know, she's come a long way from that. So, yeah. And. I understand where people are coming from and they're like, you know, like it's, it's okay for WWE to sexually exploit her. But like when she starts posting her stuff, like now it's wrong. And it's like, I, I get it. Like guys, I 100% get it. And like, let's be real. The one thing here that WWE had a problem was said they, they, they were making money off that subscription. They were. And that's the reason why the Twitch stuff got what's called pushed to the side with people. Like they couldn't do, couldn't do Twitch because they had to put in, Give part of their money off to the side. Well, yeah. actually, Meltzer's saying that that's not that wasn't their problem. Their problem was specifically that it just went way too far. They actually didn't. Okay. They don't have I, that whole. Uh, I think that whole like WWE's not making a cut anymore. I think it kind of died when Vince was went that away. a Vince rule. I that think that was a Vince v- rule because now people oh, have their okay. Twitches back, and I mean Scarlett Bordeaux's got her own OnlyFans. You know, like we've seen people like Tony Storm's yeah. got OnlyFans. I believe Vega have Scarlett- OnlyFans, but they're not showing titties and they're not showing pussy. Yeah. It's not, yeah. it's not all out there, you know. It's just, it is what it is, is that, guys. Yeah, it is what it is. And like, I, I look, man. If you all did your research, you know, Dan Well was on that account, so it's like you kind of had WWE's hands tied there. And I think Mandy should just let this blow over a bit, work out a deal, and I'm sure that she'll be back. Yep. She up the she up the I think she doubled the price on her subscription service, so she knows what she's doing. She knows she, what she's she knows. doing, bro. And yeah. the reports are that Mandy was making main roster money while being in NXT, and the reports are that they were in the six to seven figures digits for what she was making while being on NXT. And if the reports are true that she's making more money on the subscription service, I don't I I think Mandy's cool with being like, yeah, I'm I'm out of here. I. You know, I don't have to I'm take good. bumps on my head anymore and my back, like on this cement floor and this in this wood ring anymore. Like I can just kind of like get paid for showing for for being naked in the pool for a little bit. All right, I'm cool. We'll yeah. do that for a bit. You know, I yeah. think Impact's interested in her. I I don't I don't think there's a world where Tony Khan isn't interested in getting another one over on WWE because we all know that he gets off on that type of shit. Oh, so yeah. I don't that know. I mean, the like- future's bright for Mandy Rose. <laughs> Somebody just got released. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, he creeping in the back. He's like, he said, listen, Manny, I'm gonna push you for three weeks. <laughs> How does that sound? You're gonna be the biggest, you're gonna get a real big pop when you come into this to this uh, re- to this arena. Pop. <laughs> yeah. What is this Tony Khan character that we've just created? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna give you a like a big like what's it called? We're gonna be in the in the in the what's called media scrum. We're gonna have a big deal. You're gonna get pushed for three weeks, and then you're just gonna pretty much just chill out <laughs> you're gonna have a big deal you're gonna make a lot of money you're gonna get a post on the only fans it's gonna be great everything's gonna be great Absolutely, Rick Ross. <laughs> oh man oh man speaking of things being great though winter is coming was this week but it wouldn't have been possible to go to winter is coming and have as great of seats as i had if it weren't for yet another one of our sponsors guys seat geek before we move on, we're, 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 before we before we move on, I love that picture. Brad's Brad's great for that. 
But guys, like it says, grab a seat, seatgeek.com. $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek with the code the NerdCorps, T-H-E-N-E-R-D-C-O-R-P-S. Listen, guys, go ahead. If you have the SeatGeek app or you have the if you have a computer in front of you, plug it in on the website. You can go ahead and save that code to your account and you can apply it whenever you're ready to. So go ahead and do that. Grab a seat, $20 off SeatGeek with your first purchase. All that good stuff. Yeah, man. Sure. But but Winter's Coming, man. What a great show this was, bro. Did you did you get to watch Winter's Coming this week? No, sir. Um, I believe when Winter was coming, Winter was coming. Uh, that was on Wednesday. Um, yeah, I came back from work. I was fucking tired as shit, man. And I was like, I went ahead, made my food, and I went. Yep. Yup. I, I I don't usually knock out, but when you're tired. I was like, yep, yep. But as always, as I usually do, my friends, I do watch clips. So I watch the, what's it called? The, the clips of uh, Jericho losing. <laughs> yep, yeah. yep, we'll get yep. to that. Yep, yeah. everything. So, so we'll start it like this. So Dynamite, Winter's Coming this week, man. Started off hot. Look at this picture that I took, man. That's great, bro. Yeah. The Elite came out. It was awesome. Uh, the ratings for Dynamite this week were up. Uh, the best that they've been since the October 26th episode of Dynamite. They averaged 950,000 viewers overall. It was third yeah. in the 18 to 49 demo, just behind two NBA games. Started off hot. Winners coming. We had the Elite versus Death Triangle in uh, their fourth match in this best of seven series, where you know we saw Nick Jackson get a leg injury early on. He came back to try to make the the babyface comeback, and Penta got his ass with the hammer and the ankle, cheated to win yet again. We had the whole angle where Kenny at the end of it, he's like, you know what? You get real sick and tired of that damn hammer. So how about next week we make it legal? Now we've got revealed the rest of this best of seven series, which I think I love this, like this story oh, that yeah. they're telling throughout all these matches, man. It's great. I actually, you know, I didn't, I thought this was actually the weakest out of all the, the matches that we've seen them do so far, but it was still, you know, it's still good. Um, they're going to have the no DQ next week in San Antonio. If the elite prevail, then they'll go on to have a false count anywhere at the New Year's Smash episode. And if the elite yeah. win that one again, match seven in LA at the forum will be a Esca, Escalera de la Muerte. I, I think Escalera I saw that. Yeah. yeah, there you go. A full on six man ladder match, bro, which that yeah. is going to be absolutely incredible, man. But, you know, it was, it was, it was yeah. good, man. So uh, I'm, we're pretty sure that uh, the elite are winning the next two, right? And it's gonna be what's it called? Oh, fucking yeah. three, three, and it's gonna come down to the escalera de la muerte. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't hate um, the idea of the elite overall losing everything though at the end of it. If I'm being honest, no. like I actually don't hate that idea. I think they've done a lot to make death. The Triangle. series has been badass, man. It's been great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think they've done a lot to make Death Triangle really stand out as that trios group that we had originally envisioned that it could be after the end of mm -hmm. all, uh, after the end of revolution 2020, that one week that we had before the pandemic started and, you know, there was no more live crowds where, you know, they, they made the reveal that death triangle was getting together. Like ever since then, man, we've kind of been waiting on them to really do something with all three of these guys together. Mm -hmm. and I love everything that they're doing. So Fuck yeah. we'll see, man. Yeah. We'll see, man. Some damn good wrestling. What else can you ask for? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what else you can ask for, man. Jungle Hook, baby. Oh my god, Jungle bro. What Hook. a 
What a pop. Jungle Boy had a great match with Brian Cage this week on Dynamite. It's good that they're following up with Jungle Boy. Keep him hot. You know, future AEW World Champion Jungle Boy. Future AEW World Champion Hook. You know, I this idea of both of them teaming up together, man, I think it's great. It was a good reaction. Why not mm-hmm. go with these two guys together, man? Jungle Hook, bro. Prince Money. I mean, they took they took Hookhausen away from us, and, and that was fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. might as well give us Jungle Hook. Yeah, and I actually do it. something this time. Like I think, yeah, I think Jungle Hook maybe because I think the acclaim eventually when they drop the titles, I think they're dropping it to the Gun Club. And yeah, so yeah, the Ass Boys. I'm pretty sure they are. And you can think what you want about <laughs> it. I actually think that it's a good <laughs> move because I think sometimes you need a book heat that is so hot that when you do have the baby faces come in to beat them it just makes it that much better and i think a team like like yeah exactly i think a team like jungle boy and hook winning the tag titles together would could be a great like four week run where eventually you know kind of like a keith lee and a swerve where like maybe we're seeing a little bit of you know can they coexist you know type of thing man so i don't know man i I think it'd be great but man but, but the bro, ass boys? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure, bro. I'm pretty sure the ass boys are beating FTR next week. Really? Yeah, I think they are. I think we're telling the story of the downfall of FTR and because they've been on such a fire year, but now they're losing the belts. I think they're gonna go on to lose the belts at the Tokyo Dome. I think they're gonna lose the triple A belts. Too. Yeah, I think I think we're telling the story of FTR going away for a little while and coming back. To eventually yeah. win the AEW World Title, which maybe, maybe the Gun Club win the AEW Tag Team Titles, and then FTR come back, and then they get their win back. Yeah, you know, I mean that'd be cool because, it. like, you know, like they could just say, like, no, losing to y'all was the biggest upset in our life, and like, you know, like y'all were the eyes of the cake. Like we knew that something was wrong the moment we lost to the Ass Boys. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you know, I, and and I think. Uh, I think there's just something like, I don't know. I think there's something there with the ass boys. You know, the crowd has for months now been doing the ass boys thing. I think you got to capitalize on it. But speaking of speaking of some capitalization, bro, I got to tell y'all about this damn action Andretti versus Chris Jericho match. (laughs) Buddy, being there live for this. So I'm going to start. Okay. So, you know, it's commercial break. You know, everyone's moving around. Right before commercial break, we get this promo with Chris Jericho, right? Says, you know, that that Claudio swing is it's barbaric. Tonight, I'm going to take my frustrations out on some jobber. And the moment that we heard some jobber, it was like, all right, you know, let, let's roll with this. Because it's a Dallas crowd. Dallas crowds are always great, man. We always have a fun time at these AEW shows. So this action, he makes his way to the ring during commercial break. No music, no nothing. He's literally walking in the dark. Justin Roberts is, you know, fucking around in the ring, telling jokes, and action just kind of stand there in the corner. And, you know, my first inclination as a wrestling fan that I am, bro, I'm sitting there and I was like, some jobber, huh? Let's go, jobber. Let's go, jobber. The dude behind me is like, yeah, let's go, Jobber. Next thing you know, the entire arena is going, let's go, Jobber. 
And then by this point, because we're all thinking there's no way that Chris Jericho's losing this match. But then Action gets the boot up as Jericho comes at him in the corner. And the moment Action got that boot up, it was like electricity turned on the crowd. And all of us were like, oh, no, nah, we can. OK, like maybe we can maybe we can conduct this thing where like he might get a little bit more offense in. So we start going jobber, jobber. And I started the uh, the oh let's go jobber. I got that shit going, bro. They come back from commercial break. This guy starts hitting moves. He's beating the shit out of Jericho. He's he's looking like the next Kenny Omega, Will Osprey hitting these crazy ass moves. Next thing you know, clean in the middle of the ring with the with a running shooting star press, bro. This action and ready pins Chris Jericho. And when the when I tell you. I was there for Cody Rhodes' entrance at WrestleMania. I've never seen the roof blow off a building the way that this action Andretti did when he <laughs> fucking pinned Chris Jericho. This is the greatest wrestling moment I've ever seen live, bro. And I saw Cody Rhodes make his debut at WrestleMania this year, man. This is the greatest wrestling moment I've ever been a part of. There's something special about this kid. They need to run with this. Get Action and Dreddy into Keshta in a tag team yesterday, bro. I want to see it, <laughs> buddy. I, 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 this was great. It was just pure pro wrestling, man. Yeah, I thought I was like, I didn't expect that to go the way it did. Uh, but hey, man, I wouldn't if you told me, hey, Chris pulled an audible in the ring and said, no, now you gotta win. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't disagree with you, bro. I wouldn't disagree with you. Yeah, and that's what I that's what I thought had happened. But apparently, like Jericho put this in motion months ago. Like he saw this guy on dark and was like, "We need to put this guy over," and waited till after he dropped the ROH title to do it. But you know, apparently, this whole thing was planned. But Mm -hmm. being there live in the moment, I think we all thought that we were just conducting the moment to be like, "No, this kid fucking rules," and we want to see him win against Chris Jericho. That's how it felt being there live, coming out and seeing it later. Be like, "No, this was the plan all along." It's so cool, but being there live, like, we really thought that we were, like, getting this guy over. And, like, we were really part of something. But, man, what a a just magical moment that it was on on, on Dynamite. It was fucking cool, man. It was awesome. But you know what else was awesome? This MJF versus Ricky Starks match, bro. This MJF is your world's heavyweight champion, man. He is here to stay. There was a couple rough spots in the match that I've seen some people talk about, but like people who are saying MJF can't work, y'all are absolutely no. insane. MJF is insane. one of the best workers. And bro, I can't wait to see him go up against this man right here, bro. American Dragon. Baby. Talk Woo! on it, man. Speak on it, bro. Speak on it. Oh, this match is going to be good, bro. This match, the build is going to be good. I can't wait to see this. Uh, MJF really showed out. He was channeling some of that inner... You know, old school NWA heel work in there, bro. Fucking WCW heel work in there, man. He was doing a great job. I'm so excited to see this. And I love the way that we ended the match because that means we can always come back to Ricky Starks. Absolutely. You know? They didn't so bury you tell him. Me, you tell me like, hey, Ricky Starks might be the next one. You'd be like, okay, it makes sense. 100% makes sense. Yeah, I think the story's there for because last winter is coming. Uh, Ricky screwed Dante in the Dynamite Diamond Ring thing with MJF. Yeah. 
this winter is coming. We had the whole thing where, you know, MJF hit the low blow and, and rolled up Ricky to, to get the win for both the Dynamite Diamond mm-hmm. Ring and the world title. I think there's a story for next year at Winter's Coming. This being the last, like, MJF is like, this is the last time I'm defending this title before, you know, 2024. And Ricky yep. Starks ends up being the guy to, to beat MJF, man. Yeah. I'm here for it. Fuck yeah. Also, I believe uh, Tony said that uh, Winter is Coming is going to be, uh, what's it called, Dallas thing now? It's, it's, yep. not, it's not going anywhere? It's all going to be yeah. in Dallas? Okay. Yep. We That's we cool. got ourselves we got ourselves so over that Tony Khan said every year that winter's coming is now going to be at the Curtis Colwell in Dallas, bro. Which I'm yeah. I like that man. It's been there the past couple of years actually, so yeah. fits. You know they're always there for December. It was fun. Yeah. I got this. What the this, fuck uh, is Houston getting, Tony? You know what the fuck is Houston getting? You know? He was. They were at Houston two weeks ago, man. Or no, no, that was yeah. Austin, bro. Was Austin, Austin, bro. They haven't been to hey. Houston in a bit. Hey, bro, yeah. Man, you What's up, Tony? Hit up TK. Hit up TK. Yeah. No, I got yeah, I gotta tell him, hey, bro, what's it called? I know, I know, takeoff died, man, and Houston kind of in hot water right now, bro. But like, come through, come through, come through, bro, come through, bro. Yeah. Look at look on, at this, man. man. Come back to the Fertitta Center. MJF ran literally right next to us as when oh, Danielson yeah. was chasing him out. <laughs> That's as much as we're gonna show without getting the copyright. But yeah, it was it was, it was fun seeing MJF do that and. It was great, man. Rampage was solid. I don't really have much to say about Rampage, though. I didn't watch Rampage. Yeah, no clips or anything. Rampage. I didn't watch it. Yeah, we didn't watch Rampage. But you know what? I will be watching next year, bro. This Wrestle Kingdom 17 card, bro, looks incredible, man. I'm going to run through it real quick. Wrestle Kingdom 17 opening match. Ryo, Ryohi Owa. I'm sorry. Versus Bolton Oleg in an exhibition match. Um, we've got a uh, 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 what else have we got? We got this Antonio Inoki Memorial Six Man uh, between Toji Makabe, Satoshi Kojima, and Yuji Nagata versus Tatsumi Fujinama, Minoru Suzuki, and Tiger Mask. We're going to be having this IWGP World Junior Heavyweight Title Match with Leo Rush and. Uh, Leo Russian, uh, <laughs> yeah, fucking TJP's in this shit, man. I don't know, bro. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why my I don't know why my uh, my notes are all out of order. But anyways, but we've got this uh, IWGP Women's World Title match, first time ever getting defended on Wrestle Kingdom. We've got Tam Nakano versus uh, Kyrie Kyrie Sane. Uh, we've got the IWGP World Heavyweight Tag Team Championships versus Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto. Versus FTR. Pretty sure they're going to be dropping them there. First yeah. time ever to determine the first Ring of Honor World Te- Television Championship. God, that felt ugly. Versus Ren Narita and Zack Sabre Jr. I'm pretty sure Zack Sabre Jr. is going to win that. Yeah. We've already went through that one. We've got this uh, this Neverweight Open Championship going on here with uh, Tama Tonga versus Carl Anderson. And, bro, how crazy is this? WWE talent. On the same, on an NJPW Wrestle Kingdom at the Tokyo Dome, under the same card with AEW talent. This is the true Forbidden Door of professional wrestling. 100%. Yeah. This is the real Forbidden Door, y'all. New Japan is the bridge, man. New Japan is the bridge, bro. We've got this six-man tag coming up with... Uh, God damn, my shit is all out of order. got the six-man tag coming up with Shota Umino, <laughs> Hiroshi Tanahashi, and uh, Kaiji Muto 
versus yeah. uh, Tetsuya Naito, Sonata, and 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 Bushi. I don't know who that is. Sorry, guys. I don't watch New Japan. Uh, we've yeah. got this IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. Oh, Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega. I can't, bro. This is the match I'm looking forward to, man. Yeah. And then we've got our main event. Jay White versus Kazuchika Okada yet again, you know. Say, yeah. Say what you will about it, bro. But yeah. but but that Wrestle Kingdom I, I 17 card, bro. It's looking lit, man. Is there anything in particular yeah. that you're looking forward to on it? I'm looking forward to see what the fuck happens when fucking Carl Anderson comes out and if Luke Gallows is there with him or Mia Yim is there with him or AJ bro, is there with I him. I want all of them to be there, bro. Yeah. Please, bro. Please, bro. Please, yeah. Triple H, please. But I'm on my hands and my knees, bro. Triple H, man. I'm I'm on my hands and my knees, bro. Please, <laughs> man. Please, bro. Book AJ oh, and Mia Yim to be on this show, man. And Luke Gallows. Please, man. Um, I'm excited for the Will Ospreay and you know, Omega match. Um, yeah, and of course the one thing that New Japan definitely needs is another fucking title, right? That that's a, you know, because they already have like 12 of those or 13. Let's talk about. AEW having a title problem. New Japan, stop it. Yeah. Get some help. Yeah, stop it. Get some help. Um, I'm excited, man. This looks good. And, of course, the rumor of a certain someone coming in, man. I yeah, mean... bro. Let's go ahead and go ahead and break it down, man. Sasha Banks, she put this up on her Instagram a couple months ago. Started this kind of speculation about potentially seeing something go on with Sasha Banks leaving WWE. It appears as though it is official. As of January 1st, 2023, Sasha Banks will be able to take wrestling bookings that are no longer underneath the World Wrestling Entertainment brand. Uh, Per the Observer, the deal is with New Japan, but would include one date for stardom. That would be for the show that's expected in April, which is expected to be a really big new stardom show. Uh, The company Mm -hmm. had planned the biggest show in history, which will tentatively be announced at at the December 29th episode of Stardom Sumer Hall Show. Uh, Banks negotiated with WWE over the summer and reached an agreement that she would be a free agent at the start of 2023. This means that WWE would not freeze her contract, but she would be able to undo. She wouldn't be able to do anything throughout the rest of this year, which is why we haven't seen her show up anywhere. It's why she had to cancel. Uh, I think she'd canceled like a star, uh, like a star cast appearance or something like that. Um, following the regime change at WWE, the two sides uh, started. Uh, working on a deal for potentially Sasha Banks to come back into WWE. But it's said that she was seeking a number along the levels of a Becky Lynch and a Charlotte Flair number. And those internally at WWE have said that she wasn't offered numbers anywhere close to that because they say that she is not internally seen as somebody who would be on top as on par with Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair for the next five years. Uh, per Mel, the observer. I just want to ask, what are your thoughts on WWE not, seeing Sasha Banks as someone who's on the level of a Becky Lynch and a Charlotte Flair, bro. Like that's crazy. It's nuts. That right? is it's it's nuts, bro. Like they she 100 percent is like there's no other there's like I don't get it. I don't get where that disconnect is in your brain where you don't think she's as big. I mean do you need to go watch Sasha versus Bianca again? Do you need to watch that match again and see how fuck how the crowd how hot the crowd was for Sasha? How, like, main event WrestleMania night yeah. one. That's mm-hmm. crazy. It's it's ridiculous, but you know, 
I have a feeling that this is going to be like, I think Sasha's going to be on her Cody, on her Cody journey. You know, she's going to be on her Cody run. She's going to take some time off. She's going to be in the Indies and in, in, in NJPW and ring a lot. She, she might make an appearance here in AEW or something. And then once the water settles and once she realizes like, hey, let's go. My time in the ring is might be coming to an end. Like, I really want to go finish off where I started off. She gets that bigger money deal because they finally see that she's something more. She'll come back and all that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I think I definitely think we live in a world where Sasha Banks ultimately ends up going back to WWE for one more run. Mm-hmm. I just think that right now Sasha's kind of like, okay, y'all don't see me, y'all don't see me on that level. I'm about to go show you guys where I'm on that level. I mean, yeah. she's making reportedly she's making <clears throat> more money than what Jericho made when he started doing his New Japan deals, which he was in the six Oof. figures. So oh, yeah. Sasha Banks is in a six figure per appearance deal with New Japan Pro Wrestling heavy rumors that have not been denied by anyone internally at AEW that Sasha Banks is potentially looking to be the mystery partner for Soraya against in the Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter match, which I'm telling you guys right now, Sasha Banks versus Jade Cargill can main event a show, bro. Like I don't, I don't give a fuck if the match is five minutes long, you can main event a pay-per-view with that. Um, Listen, man, Sasha Banks, being in stardom, I think, is a big up and a big positive for New Japan and what they're trying to do with stardom. I think mm-hmm. that potentially Sasha Banks showing up in AEW could really be it's- that final that final push that that women's roster needs. It needs something. You know, they've been they've been really course correcting the past couple of weeks, man. But they just need that big name that is on the same like they've got Soraya, which is doing good, but. You know, the fan reception to Soraya since coming back, you know, she, you know, Soraya kind of shot herself in the foot with that. Um, but Sasha Banks, man, that's not going to be seen as anything but a positive. So, bro, yeah. I'm, I am here for Sasha Banks. Y'all know how we feel about Sasha Banks. We're all here for it. I love the I love the name Mercedes Monet, if that's what she's oh, going yeah. with. Now. I love that uh, Mercedes is Monet. I love that. I think that's yep. I, I just think that's great. Um, listen, bro, I can't wait for Wrestle Kingdom 17. I think it's going to be awesome. You know what else is awesome, bro? This whole show was awesome, bro. That's all we have for today, man. This was a great show. The best. If you want to see us suffer through Black Adam (laughs) and WCW Starcade, right? Yes, sir. You don't want to go talk that nerd shit at patreon.com slash nerdcore. T-H-E-N-E-R-E-D. N-E-R-D-C-O-R-P-S. Yes, sir. Four. $5 a month. You get access to a pay-per-view watch-along. We've done... We're doing Starcade 92 Battle Brawl. Battle Bowl. Yeah, Battle Bowl, baby. Woo! Yeah, whatever that's going to be, man. Help me, God. And a a Christmas treat, baby. Yeah. Christmas Christmas treat. Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble, baby. We've already done two of them. And yep. by God, if you guys don't go watch it, I feel like it's been in vain because there was some <laughs> oh stinkers in there like this stinker. Oh, boy. We're Please. just getting started. We're just getting started. Yeah. yeah. We do this for y'all, guys. We really do this for y'all. And the reason why, because we really do appreciate you all and all the wonderful things you do off, you all do for us. So for $5 a month, please go check that out. 
please. I would just watch make Black it Adam worth. again for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, please please, please make it worth guys check out that patreon five dollars a month you guys spend six dollars a day on starbucks coffee six bucks a day you can do five bucks once a month man five bucks once a yeah. month bro patreon.com bro join that join yeah, it bro. please because if first of all y'all like i'm telling y'all like I, I wouldn't watch this fucking movie for anybody else so y'all better fucking come in and i better not see through. like you know i better not see y'all like Okay, you know, let's go. I'm gonna watch it at, on the on the rerun. No, 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 no rerun. You gonna watch it live? You gonna watch it live with us? Because fuck, if I have to do this again for for zero viewers, fuck. Yeah, bro. It's it's, a, it's, a, it's the way that it's the way that this game goes, man. That that back catalog yeah. is getting built up, man. But yeah, but for Black Adam, I am asking Stacy, please just be there. <laughs> it's just one of y'all, just somebody. Somebody come Somebody. through for Black Adam. Just one person. Please. Please. Well, it's been a fun time, y'all. We hope that you all enjoyed this show, and we hope that you all enjoyed this week in professional wrestling. We'll be back next week for some more talk. Um, I, whew, um, I'm i going to have to be, what's it called, coming in on a lower quality uh, fucking computer and stuff, but... I'm going to try my best to get in here because uh, I'm going to be back home uh, for Christmas. So, yeah, that's coming be at fun. you guys on. We're coming at you guys on Christmas Eve, man. We care about y'all, bro. We're trying to get y'all that, that yeah. premium wrestling content. So yeah. That way, if you guys don't want to spend time with your family, you can sit in the back on your iPad, watch some high flyer radio. Yeah. You know that, man? If we pre record, you still have something. You know, we'll find out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll care out. about y'all. Yeah. Of course, make sure you keep up to date with all the things that we're doing here on the network. Make sure that you watch the Nerdcore live show tonight. Mm-hmm. And then uh, follow us on the Nerdcore underscore on Twitter, the Nerdcore and everything else, because Elon is going to help us. He will. He will take away that underscore. Please, God, help us. Please, Elon. For tears as low as a dollar, y'all. Patreon.com slash Nerdcore. Go over to the Nerdcore.com to check out reviews, podcasts, interviews, and all that wonderful stuff. But it's been Rowan and Aiden. This has been the best wrestling podcast on the planet. High Flyer Radio and from your High Flyer Radio champion. Don't forget. Don't tap out. Tune in.